In the area of bioindustrial manufacturing, with this area being so new, at least in terms of the idea of transition to scale up and commercialization, an entirely different skill set is going to emerge and is emerging now. And we are grappling with what that skill set is, but at the same time, working with academic partners to figure out how we can include those in current and existing curriculum for CTE programs. From the Center for Occupational Research and Development, welcome to Preparing Technicians for the Future of Work. I'm your host, Mike Lasecki. In each podcast, we'll reach out to people who are actually on the front line of the future of work and hear what they have to say. That means interviews with industry, interviews with working technicians, and forward thinkers in the field. We'll do some background research and we'll curate that research to make sure you have the most up-to-date and relevant information. And in every episode, we'll suggest action that you can take. We want to inspire you to take that action. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Occupational Research and Development, known as CORD, with financial support by a grant from the National Science Foundation's Advanced Technological Education Program. Opinions expressed in the podcast do not necessarily represent those of the National Science Foundation. You can find out more about our project and our approach at preparingtechnicians, all one word, dot O-R-G. Our guest today is Tom Tuban at Biomade. Now, Tom is the Chief Workforce Development Officer there. So welcome, Tom. Could you tell us a bit about Biomade and what does the Chief Workforce Development Officer actually do at Biomade? Sure. Thanks, Mike. Biomed is the 16th Manufacturing Innovation Institute. It is the ninth supported through the Department of Defense. Biomed stands for Bioindustrial Manufacturing and Design Ecosystem for the Manufacturing Innovation Institutes. Essentially, what we are is we're a public-private not-for-profit that's focused on building an end-to-end ecosystem for technology and for workforce in the space of engineered biology, industrial manufacturing, um, industrial biomanufacturing in focus. So that's pretty much the overall charge. We have different areas of Biomade that we are focusing in on to achieve this goal. And those are our technology teams and our education and workforce development teams. I read this quote recently, Tom. It says that biology is having its own industrial revolution. That's a pretty interesting quote, isn't it? But what does a technician do today in the world of advanced biomanufacturing? I mean, what sort of things do they do? Not all of us understand that. Well, I would have to say that the short answer is just about everything that you can imagine. So we're beyond the zone of what we would consider traditional biotechnology when we think about a biomanufacturing technician. So in a generic sense, we can really divide things up into different areas for industrial biomanufacturing into upstream and downstream processing. And we can get a little bit further into the definitions for those. But in a nutshell, what really these manufacturing technicians do are the myriad of activities, operational, critical components of producing these products that are used for commercialization or for scale-up. These can be processes that are involved in fermentation, gene cloning, all the way through downstream manufacturing and laboratory work that involves uh, purification of these products for commercialization. Hmm. 
if I'm in one of these education programs that's preparing me, how much biology do I have to know? How much manufacturing do I have to know? Or is it all mixed together? That's a really interesting question because what we're looking at now is more of a transdisciplinary approach to addressing what's actually required to be part of this career pathway. So biology is really important. Everything begins with the cell or cell-based products. But as we move into the manufacturing process, one starts to integrate principles of engineering. It's really a transdisciplinary area to get into. So you do need to know about biology and biology of the cells, but it's also really, really important to know those principles and concepts that we can pull from other disciplines as well. So it's a real mixed background in academia that we look for folks that come into this area. Okay. It's interesting, Tom, our project, Preparing Technicians for the Future of Work, has really begun to focus very sharply on what we refer to those cross-disciplinary, you said transdisciplinary skills. I think it means the same thing. Where do they cross? What do technicians have to know? But let me ask you this question. From your knowledge of the biomanufacturing workforce, you would look at people that come into that workforce. Are there skill gaps that they're saying, oh boy, I wish these people would know more about this or more about that? How do you know what those gaps are? What are they? How do you know? I like that you asked that question because we're really working very hard through our institute to provide the most directed answer to address that. Because I think that understanding what the issues are and identifying what those skills, knowledge, abilities that are required for our industries, we need to know that in order to direct the workforce. That's kind of a given. In the area of bioindustrial manufacturing, with this area being so new, at least in terms of the idea of transition to scale up and commercialization, an entirely different skill set is going to emerge and is emerging now. And we are grappling with what that skill set is, but at the same time, working with academic partners to figure out how we can include those in current and existing curriculum for CTE programs. So there's an interesting challenge that we're facing, which is to essentially build this plane while it's flying. And I know that's something that people say all the time, but it's a different story when you're in the throes of it all. Yeah, we're identifying what those specific skill sets are, but we're also trying to make sure that we do this in a way that impacts the industry as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Tom, you've been involved in industry, CTE programs, education side for a long time. You see challenges. I'm trying to think of the right word, Tom. Is it challenges or reluctance? I mean, you've got someone that's running a biomanufacturing program. Are they okay with being told by industry or by, in this case, the Manufacturing Institute, Biomade, what they should be doing? I mean, are they okay with that or is there a resistance? <laughs> well, if you can see my camera on, yeah. you would see me laughing because okay. the real point of a lot of these career technical education programs, these workforce development programs are to develop that workforce. We can only do that successfully with guidance and input from the industry. And so to not take industry's suggestions and industry's information and to mobilize with that would be probably the most dire mistake that one can make. So there are some challenges that institutions have for adopting industry suggestions and industry input. And it more has to do with what can we reasonably do to modify curriculum and how fast can that happen? And what is the institutional buy-in to do that? These are all questions that can be answered by demonstrating that there's a really strong industry push. 
So when industry comes in and they validate programs, they hire the graduates, they give suggestions for what they would like to see included in the curriculum. It really is about integrating those points as best as possible, because at the end of the day, we're looking to increase capacity for workers in bioindustrial manufacturing. And the best way to do that is by honoring what is needed and identified by the stakeholders. In this case, we're talking about our industry members. Sure. That makes sense, Tom. And I see the challenge there, but have you ever run into a situation where let's suppose you have a faculty member and they're saying, here's the things you should be putting into your program. And they're saying, wait a second, I've got a limit here. What should I take out if you want me to put these things in? Do you have those sort of discussions? All the time. And I think that this is a really careful balance to strike between the academic push for curriculum and the industry pool. And so in that scenario of a tug of war, there are folks on one side or the other that are tugging at that rope. And I think that we've got to change that kind of a scenario to what can't be included or or what should we not include it or It's an issue that is more part of the individual approach to what they think is important. And to be honest, Mike, I think that part of the issue is as a former professor in biotechnology program, we have to recognize that we're not always the driving force that we would stand to benefit greatly from yielding and just listening. And maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but that ability to listen and to really integrate important suggestions is the game changer for a lot of programs. I like that, Tom. It strikes me. Maybe the messaging that comes from Biomade, which represents a large segment of the industry, can help programs say, oh, yeah, this isn't just one industry speaking, but rather it's this organization that represents these industries. Maybe that makes it easier to accept the suggestions to move forward. Tom, let's turn back for a moment to, you refer to them as transdisciplinary skills. We call them cross-disciplinary skills. Same thing, I guess. What should a biomanufacturing technician know and be able to do When it comes to something like cybersecurity, should they have an awareness? Should they have more than awareness? Is there cybersecurity knowledge and skills in these programs now? Cybersecurity is on everyone's mind nowadays. And I don't think that it is separable from any industry or any area that one goes into in the biotech world. For us, when we think about a manufacturing technician, skilled technical worker, entry level, all the way up to maybe a management supervisory level position, those issues with bio and cybersecurity are critical because a lot of the things that we're talking about, the products of bioindustrial manufacturing impact, we'll say, for example, supply chain. The impact elements that influence directly the national security and the economic return. These elements are not separable from whether we're dealing with the access to the product, the manufacturing of the product, the process. Cybersecurity is kind of one of those things that we need to be aware of. Everyone in the field needs to be aware of this. So I don't see it as a separable component here. So it ought to be part of those programs in some way. Absolutely. Cybersecurity should, elements of sustainability for how the work that one does really does impact the ability to contribute to a sustainable supply chain 
There are a number of elements that are above and beyond the core biotech skills, the hands-on operational, um, the day-to-day job that really make this career pathway very distinct from just a job. This is a career for folks that really launch into manufacturing. There's a lot of growth to be had and just being a part of that career pathway really does involve investment and understanding a little bit above and beyond the operational skills required to be an efficient and really, really well-rounded technician. I'll keep you on the hot seat, Tom. What about artificial intelligence and machine learning? How much should a biomanufacturing technician know today or maybe in the near future? I think that they're going to have to really embrace a lot of these different concepts that are in the area of artificial intelligence, computer-based learning, and then also areas like robotics and automated manufacturing. We're entering, and I like the way that you referred to this in the very beginning, a new industrial revolution. And I think that bioindustrial manufacturing is one of the catalysts for the fabled fourth bioindustrial revolution here, which is really the integration of all of these things into a context that's really going to be an explosion of both the technologies and the products that we can develop. So inseparable in one word, but also invaluable to be aware of these different areas because the fields are advancing so quickly. The technology is happening right before our eyes that integration of all of these different things through automated manufacturing and the way that we conceive the manufacturing laboratory it has to really integrate these principles. In that same vein, Tom, if you give us your perspective of what it's like inside those industries today, for example, things are changing fast, as you mentioned, much more automation, much more technology coming in. How does a technician currently working keep up? How do they upskill in the biomanufacturing industry? Do they take a non-credit course at a community college? Do they get vendor training? What do they do? For our industry partners, I know that there are a lot of our companies that we work with that have internal opportunities for professional development, for upskilling and uptraining. That becomes a really gray area because you're talking about developing resources that are based on, in many cases, emerging technologies, which really lend themselves to new and innovative techniques. And so where do those come from and do we provide that? Biomade is definitely poised to be one of the major sources for that information. And we're hoping to work with our tech and community colleges to really integrate that into the core of their approaches to dealing with bioindustrial manufacturing. This is one of those areas that really, really does demand a dynamic curriculum and the faculty and institutions that are willing to embrace that in order to create meaningful opportunities for professional development and upskilling. Sure. You mentioned that you want to work with colleges. How does one interact with Biomade? How do people connect with you and your institute to make this happen? So we have a really interesting membership structure. We have 10 different tiers of membership. And so Biomade is a member-driven organization. We are not-for-profit, but we are also in the business of connecting these groups together between our industries and our academia, our government entities. Because we are a membership-driven structure, it's difficult sometimes for very resource-sparse institutions to engage because of the membership fees. And so we recognize that when we developed Biomed's membership structure, and we actually developed a very specific training tier to engage community and technical colleges, not-for-profits, our K-12 partners, anyone interested in the education development area. 
we dropped the annual membership fee down to $100 per year. So it's a very, very reasonable membership fee with a huge return on investment to access resources, the ability to apply for um, grant and funding opportunities, and engage the industries directly with some of the most impressive emerging technologies in industrial manufacturing. So if you're interested in being part of this organization and finding out more, I I just say the first stop should be go to the website, which is biomade.org. That's a good launch point. And of course, feel free to contact me at any point in time. And I can give you my email address here, tctubon at biomade.org. I'll make sure I put links to those in the show notes, Tom, because people really appreciate that ability to directly contact you. Good. Biomade.org, and then we'll make sure. I promise not to post your email on eBay for sale. (laughs) That will be sitting there for a long time. Thanks, Mike. Good, Tom. You know, as we wrap up today, get out your crystal ball. What would you see? What's emerging in the next three years? And corollary question, what advice might you have to educators to help prepare students for those emerging technologies? So two-part question, what's emerging? How do you suggest educators best prepare their students? So one of the things that I see, we're in the middle of a, of a major, major push forward for industrial biotechnology. And we're seeing this now with places that are common for everyone. Burger King's producing these impossible Whoppers. We're seeing cultured meats. We're seeing a lot of these things that are hitting the open market now. And so in the next three years, what we're going to see is rapid change from concept to commercialization for a lot of these products in the bioindustrial manufacturing space. And so catalyst for the revolution, if you will, it's going to happen and very, very quickly if we can align the players in the right context. For academicians and for industry partners, that means really identifying the commonalities and breaking down those silos that traditionally separate us so that we can find that common ground to build something phenomenal on. And I think that that's going to happen. And I think that Biomade will help to serve as a catalyst for that. But we can't do that alone. We need the players to come to the game. And if you will, we'll referee the game or we will keep the score and make sure that everyone is on the field. But it takes an all hands on deck approach to do this. That makes a huge amount of sense, Tom. I love that term, but I'm going to quote you, catalyst for the revolution. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's good. It's right good. Back. Yeah. You know, today, you just gave us such a good perspective about this industry that really is undergoing a revolution now and really does incorporate skills across disciplines, how important that is. And then you talked about those needs for the skilled workforce, particularly important to help these companies move forward. And I think Biomate is an interesting organization, right? It positions itself at the center of this thing, helping translate the information from one side to the other and back and forth. I want to say one thing, and this is with keeping in mind, as we, we think about what's out there for bio, a lot of folks think about bio and they think about how incredibly amazing applications are in medicine and in pharma. And to that point, no one really considers bioindustrial manufacturing. It's like, okay, this is petrochemicals, or this is something that may not necessarily impact human health or a medical therapeutics or anything, but it does have a tremendous impact. And this is the point that I want to get across, that if you look at the global bioeconomy and you think about the things that support the supply chain, about 60% of the product which goes in the supply chain for the global bioeconomy can be created using biology. 
So those are elements that are not pharma, not therapeutics, but the things that we use on a daily basis that make our lives better. Now, if we can take 60% of the world's items in the supply chain and produce them by biology, we've created a sustainable resource. And that's where the revolution starts. Or maybe it's what propagates all of these great things to sure. continue that wave of change. You're painting a fascinating picture there, Tom. <laughs> My job is to, is to pitch this like the way that I see it personally. I mean, it is the reason why I'm here at Biomed and I'm putting all of my interest in making sure that we can get as much done as we can here. That's great, Tom. That's a great way to wrap up for today. I'll put links in the show notes and give some folks some action items to follow up on this conversation. Tom, just a pleasure talking to you again today. Always, Mike, is it's great to talk with you as well. Goodbye then. Bye, Mike. In today's interview, you heard about the emerging bio-industrial manufacturing sector and how that's being championed by the Biomade National Manufacturing Institute. According to Tom, they're acting as the catalyst for change in this area. Pretty interesting stuff. Now there's some action items for you today. Number one, Biomade has produced a short video talking about the workforce opportunities in this sector. Check that out. There'll be a link in the show notes. And number two, you heard discussion of how Biomade is interacting with its education partners. Biomade does that, but so do most of the other manufacturing institutes. So your action item is to explore potential connection or potential alignment with the USA manufacturing institutes. Imagine you're being able to say, our program is aligned with the recommendations of this or that institute. So take a look at that. It'd be a good opportunity to follow up on. I'd like to acknowledge that our podcast is produced by John Chamberlain at CORD. Thank you, John, for all of your excellent work. Our project is led by Principal Investigator Anne-Claire Anderson at CORD. Thank you, Anne-Claire. And listeners... As you access this podcast on the website, right next to the show notes, you'll see a feedback survey link. Take a moment, answer those brief questions that'll help us improve these podcasts. You can also access this podcast or any of our previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. A rating and review is always appreciated. And thank you, our listeners for preparing technicians for the future of work.